0: Hello there and welcome to Imposter Syndrome Cafe, your friendly virtual coffee space or tea space or hot chocolate space or whatever warm beverage space you want to call this. This is a place for you to come and connect and feel part of if you're feeling a bit lonesome or you're surfing the edge of life or your friendship circles or you just feel like you're on the outside looking in with life at the moment. uh, That's a very common feeling I think, especially for myself. You're very welcome here so and that's the whole purpose of this channel really is to make a safe space where you feel familiar you feel part of you feel connected and i hope it alleviates any loneliness that you might be going through that's really the object and goal of this channel it's not this channel has not been set up to try and be some incredible uh the next best thing i've done this because i wanted a safe space for people to come and feel connected because i think that's really important it is for me anyway and so whenever and wherever you're listening to this put the kettle on get yourself a nice warm drink and come and join me so we'll normally have some interviews on this show sometimes there'll be some comedy Sometimes maybe a review or two, but predominantly it's just going to be tackling different subjects. Trying to stay away from politics because there's way too much of that stuff going on in the media and in the news and in the world in general at the moment, I think. Let's park that and we'll talk about some other things. So I hope you've got yourself a nice warm drink. Mine is a, uh, check this out, I've double tea bagged today. I've gone for two green tea bags oh yeah i don't hang about i don't mess about mate i don't mess about i've gone straight for two why have two why have one when you can have two double the flavor so i hope you're doing well today i want to talk about breakups now the subjects that i'm talking about are probably going to run as a theme through this podcast so there's going to be lots of similarities lots of different interviews hopefully as we as we go so we'll revisit a lot of these topics but i wanted to just talk about breakups and just try to put down uh, some advice some experiences that i've had and so if you've been through a breakup recently or you're going through one now or you have got one coming up because you think you're about to end a relationship then i hope you get something from this um and if you're not going through a breakup and you're just feeling a bit lonesome, well, I hope you get something out of this too. So, where to begin with this subject? This is a really difficult topic because breakups can take on many, many different forms. Um, you can be, I hate to use the phrase, dumper or dumpy. Um, but either way, um, I've been on the receiving end of and I've also broken up with people and I don't cope well in either scenario. <laughs> so, so, yeah, there's relationships that I've ended where I have felt awful. And I describe myself and my feelings as blotting paper. For anyone that remembers what that was, um, where you drop some ink on it and it just spreads a bit like a sponge. Some people in life seem to be able to go through the world with with a wipe clean persona. Do you know what I mean by that? In terms of, yep, broke up with so and so, or yep, quit that job, did that, yep, moved on. But not everybody is wired the same way. Not everybody is capable of just wipe clean and move on. I think the worst advice that that I hear is when people say, ah, you'll be all right. You'll be all right, mate uh plenty more fish in the sea all these things that are really about as helpful as a kick in your private parts it there's no magic cure for a breakup whatsoever i think what what can be said about how to even cope with a breakup so if you've if if you've been in a relationship that's ended and you are really not knowing what to do there's there's not a lot that any one person can say to you that's suddenly going to flick a switch and you're going to feel okay it really is a time thing and even then if it's a really deep connection that you've had i don't really personally think that ever leaves you sorry to (laughs) sorry to break that news but i think depending on on how your head's wired it's very difficult to simply just wipe the slate clean and move on. I think people that move on to the next and to the next and to the next, that's a very unhealthy pattern and probably one for another another show. But in terms of breakups, I think identification is a really big one because when people say, oh, yeah, I've had a breakup, and the first thing I think is, yeah, yeah, but you haven't had one like this. And I think another misconception is it doesn't matter how long you've been with somebody, if you've been with somebody six months, or or six years, or 60 years, if you're in love with that person and that relationship has gone wrong for whatever reason, that pain, pain is pain and it's real and often a short relationship can, can give you an immense, intense feeling of emotional heartbreak. So what happens when you go through a breakup? I think it's good to feel identification and for me I have felt like my world has ended and fallen apart and nothing matters nothing else is important when you are going through that kind of pain the kind of pain that wakes you up in the middle of the night the kind of pain where your stomach is literally hurting and I think you just feel that no one else on earth could possibly have been through this kind of pain and when people say oh yeah been through that mate you think no not like this you haven't because it's real and it really effing hurts so identification has been something that always has has helped me even if it doesn't take that pain away it's helped when people describe the level of pain that that they've gone through it's it's the people that just say yeah mate yeah you whatever just get they weren't worth it mate don't waste your time thinking about it it's it it comes from a good place but it does not help and in fact i think there should be a a nationwide ban on those kind of topics especially the topic of uh, the phrase sorry of um plenty more fish in the sea just a useless comment thanks for that that's about as helpful as a kick to my private area thank you very much um things that help with a breakup so initially i would say fitness i know i said this before about uh using fitness for for other not as a cure but as a tool in your toolkit your emotional toolkit fitness is a biggie And I get it, it's very difficult to want to move when you are feeling in an incredibly crap headspace. I have been there, it is horrendous. Fitness helps when your head is at least okay enough to get out the door. Sometimes it might not be. But speaking to a friend, someone you really gel with, someone you really connect with can help. I... I know that some people recommend, oh, just get straight back on the horse, mate. You know, get straight back out there on the dating scene. And some people do that. But the danger with this is it's never been something that I've wanted to do. Because I, I personally cannot go straight onto emotionally involving myself with somebody when I'm still dealing with the emotions and connection with the other person. I think it's really important to go through a grieving process before you throw yourself into a new relationship. And again, this is, just, this is just my experience. I'm not saying this is how it should be. If that works for you and you've done it before, great. But in my experience, you are just kicking the can down the road for some heartache and a bit of a head mess later on down the line. Now, some people cannot be single Which again is quite an unhealthy behaviour. Again, if it works for you, fantastic. But it's not a cool move to finish your relationship, whether you ended it or not, and then get straight into another one. But some people have that pattern and they cannot be by themselves. And I think it is important if you can learn to be by yourself. I'm not saying that you... Some people say this thing, don't they, where they say, you've got to be the best version of yourself, get your career sorted and then boom it'll just happen when you least expect it the other phrase that is an absolute load of crap um but i think it's very important if you can at least you don't know you, you don't have to be the best version of yourself to be in a relationship yes you should not go into a relationship if you are having issues in general or addictions or you know things that you need to sort out. But what I'm what I mean by this is you don't have to be running your own company uh before you say, right, I'm ready to date. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? You just have to be You just have to be a good version of yourself. And if you can, I would recommend definitely learning to try and be by yourself. For me, I live by myself, so I kinda have no choice in that respect. But it will, it will do you better in the long run if you can learn to be on your own. I'm not saying you should isolate yourself after going through a breakup. No. But I'm just saying that you should learn to do some things by yourself, whether that's to go to a gym, to go to a coffee shop, two things that I enjoy, you may have noticed. Um, but just even if it's just to go to your local supermarket and do your weekly shop, just learning to do stuff on your own that maybe you you haven't done before because a lot of people if they go straight into a full-on relationship moving with someone they may not have done those things before but yeah there really is no one-shot cure for heart heartbreak is there it's just for me personally the identification of knowing that actually there are people that have gone through that pain before even though Particularly for me, when I've been in that that immense pain, where it literally brings you to your knees. I just think, how can anybody on this planet have been through this? The way that my head is wired, and these emotions that I am feeling. How can anybody on this planet have been through this emotion? How come the world has not stopped? Why is everyone still carrying on doing stuff when I am going through this pain that feels like it could break concrete? And once I think you realize that people have gone through that kind of pain and come out the other side, I'm not saying it's easy. And by the way, there's no time scale on this. I think another thing people do is un- unfairly and unnecessarily give themselves a hard time for having some kind of subconscious time scale in their head. There really is no time scale for grief in general, it comes and it goes. And you just need to kind of try to accept. Uh, as Brandon Lee said in The Crow, it can't rain all the time. And that is a really cool line from a movie, by the way. But it's true. And as cheesy as that sounds, and as it probably doesn't help when you're going through heartache, when people quote those lines to you. I know it, it doesn't for me. But remembering this is really important, even if it does feel a bit cheesy at the time. But this too shall pass. You know, everything that you're going through, this too shall pass. It's true. It will at some point. But don't suddenly expect it to be sunshine and flowers for the rest of your life. It, you know, you it, you might have a day where you've been over it or you thought you've been over the heartache for months or maybe even years. And then all of a sudden, boom, you'll hear a song You'll see something, maybe you'll smell a perfume or something and and you'll suddenly be transported back to this memory and it comes back. I think the grief of anything, there is no time scale. And I think once you start releasing yourself from this, this expectation that you should be over this by now, that's the biggest thing I see with people. And I've been guilty of that is where you give yourself a massive hard time for thinking, why am I not over this yet? Well, guess what? Everybody's head is wired differently. This is a massive realisation to realise also. Everybody's head is wired differently. You might be a person that is particularly emotionally driven. Or you might be a person that isn't particularly emotionally driven, but you're more operating in a different area of your brain, which means that you're not potentially someone that gets hung up on emotions and you get over breakups okay. That doesn't mean if you're observing that around you and you have friends that are really good at you know, moving on and getting on, it doesn't mean you're doing a bad job at life. It just means that your head is wired differently. And this is another topic I'm going to approach in another podcast, but this was a massive realisation for me is just knowing that not everybody is the same is a massive game changer because for me, I used to think that everything I was bad at was just me not doing life very well. And what I mean by that is, I kind of assumed in my head, and I think these were subconsciously inbuilt thoughts initially, I just assumed that everyone felt the same way, everyone had the same emotions, but I was just really bad at dealing with them. And that's not true. Some people are really wired a certain way. For example, some people are wired to be extremely creative people and some people are wired to be extremely clever with maths for example and become super whiz accountants i don't know what a super whiz accountant is but it sounds bloody good and it sounds like a high-paid job but that person probably wouldn't be able to play a piano and write a song or play the guitar and write a song Do you know what I mean? So everybody is wired differently. I'm not saying you can't learn skills and progress your life. I'm not saying that, of course. But realising that just because you may observe people around you seemingly be effing amazing at life and just winning everything, you know, they're good at this, they went through a breakup, they moved on, they're married again, it's great. Not everybody is wired that way. And that's the thing to remember. Yeah, I just need to re-emphasize that point. Not everybody feels the same things and not everybody deals with things the same way. I used to think, yes, everyone else is acing life. I am just really bad at dealing with it. But no, you may be operating in an extremely emotional part of your brain. You may be a very, very emotional person. And in which case, it's gonna hurt a little bit more if you are a feelings person, as they say. I am definitely a feelings person. And not everybody is. And by the way, there's no right and wrong. There is no right and wrong. I'm just saying we are all different. And if you think that the person over there seemed to get over their breakup better than you, or that person's been through some kind of tragedy and they're dealing with it better than you would, it may just be because they are wired differently. They're a different type of person. So what I'm trying to say is don't give yourself a hard time and try not to compare yourself to other people and try not to put a time scale on grief and moving on from somebody. Yes it's important to move forward, yes it's important to future plan and try and maybe get some some old hobbies back in your life that you haven't done for a while or get out and see some friends but don't give yourself a hard time if you are struggling to let something go counseling is a really great option and a friend of mine said to me why would i need counseling i already know what what they what they're going to do they're just going to say what i already know you know i already know what the problems are i don't need to talk about them. but that is that's a very one-dimensional view of of counseling My experience of counselling is it really does unlock some doors. And I'm not saying it's something you need to do extensively. You might just need a session or two. And that's the thing. There is absolutely no shame in that. And if you're going through a tough time, hey, since the pandemic, loads and loads of support groups, lots and lots of counsellors are now online. And they're now doing sessions over Zoom. When I did it, I did it over Zoom. The lady that was counselling me lived nowhere near me. So uh, I met her virtually on my iPad. And that was it. So don't think that these things are big and scary. You can do it online if, if the thought of actually going to see somebody is too, uh, too hard for you. Talking to friends is good. Again you need to talk to the right friends and what I mean by this is if you've got friends who are very matter-of-fact about life and you're very emotionally based I'm not saying that their advice isn't good but I'm saying and in fact you know it might be good to have a little bit of straight talking but if you are an emotionally based person you're going to need to speak to another emotionally based person because they're going to get you you need to speak to somebody who gets you and if you've got those kind of friends that's awesome. If you don't what can you do about that? Well, you can listen to podcasts like this where hopefully you get a little bit of identification. And for me, you know, I used to I used to watch and I still do watch a lot of YouTube videos, but what I mean is I used to watch a lot of breakup advice videos and sometimes I would get identification with somebody who spoke about the emotions that they felt and I thought, "Oh yeah." I felt that it was as intense as that because sometimes people can be very flippant about breakups and very nonchalant and yeah you'll get over it and it's like hello do you know that my my world has just fallen to bits so yeah this is this is a huge topic and one I'm going to revisit I just wanted to put this out there again with these podcast episodes I'm just trying to get some things out there so that people can get identification and hopefully get a good vibe of the channel and um, these conversations are also going to be i think a lot better when uh, i get some interviews involved and it's a two-way conversation but i hope you've gotten something out of this obviously to encapsulate a few other little quick self-help things i don't want these to sound patronizing because it's not meant to and also these aren't One shot, you should do this. This is the advice, the best advice. It's not. I don't have all the answers. I struggle with all of these things. Breakups never get easier. They don't. They never get easier. Um, It it just is a case of surviving and learning to cope. Sometimes day by day, hour by hour. it It really depends. But I think for me, for me, breakups really are a bit of a life stopper for some people not and again it depends on the relationship it depends on the person but i would just say try and speak to friends and what i mean by that is friends that are on your energy friends that share your vibe your connection not somebody that is going to be a chalk and cheese connection to you so somebody who is a complete polar opposite to you because their advice of coping will be different to how you should probably be coping I will try and get some fitness in, if you can. If you drink, pfft, I don't drink now, I used to. That's probably one for another podcast, for sure. Um, because, yeah, I mean, drinking is a is a... Drinking, for me, when I used to drink, drinking delayed everything. And what I mean by that is, drinking on a breakup or drinking on anything... Just kicks the can further down the road. You do have to deal with that emotion later on if you ever quit drinking. <laughs> it comes back. Um, but yeah, I'll get into that on another podcast. The whole the whole drinking thing because that's a, a a real a real good topic to to discuss. And like I say, every breakup's different. Every person is different. So I'm not telling you what to do. If, if you do drink and you don't have a drink problem and you find that the odd glass here and there is helping you with your breakup, then more power to you, good for you, I'm happy for you. But if you if you do like a drink like I used to, uh, then it's probably not so good. It's probably not so good. I would recommend fitness, 100%. Getting back into hobbies is difficult because again, when, when a breakup happens, it literally wipes out everything but here's my last piece of advice on this for now if you are if you are going through a shitty mood and you think i don't i don't feel that get up and go because there's nothing worse than when you 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 listen to self-help videos or you you have friends that say you just gotta get up and you gotta do this you gotta get up and you gotta do it and you gotta be positive if you're not feeling that you're not feeling that you know and those kind of comments just make you feel even worse about yourself if you wake up and you are feeling like you are having a bad day it's okay to be not okay it's okay to have no energy no emotional energy to deal with anything i'm not saying that this should become a habit you know because you know hopefully you're adult enough to know that you need to try and move forward in some shape or form but when you are having a day where you have got literally nothing in the tank it's okay it's all right be kind to yourself you know watching self-help videos of you know over the top enthusiastic people demanding you get up get out there and get at it and get on your purpose that's not really helpful When it has its place, but it's not really helpful when you're going through the eye of the storm. So be kind to yourself. That is a massive, massive one for me. Learning to not give yourself a hard time for having a bad day. Okay? It's okay not to be okay. You've heard that phrase before, I'm sure. And keep talking to people. And keep listening to podcasts like this, and just get different views. You know, get an, look up another podcast, look up a YouTube video. Identification is a really big thing, and just going through the emotions, listening to someone else talking about them going through their emotions, makes it very real. Comments like "you'll get over it," like I say, it's as helpful as a kick in the private area, and no one needs that. So, on that note, I'm gonna finish this podcast now. And I hope you finish your nice warm beverage and I hope you've gotten something out of this. And stay tuned. We will come back with some comedy, a review, another interview. Who knows what it's going to be next? But keep what you've done with your hair because I like it. You look good. Take care. See you soon.